0: Live from your grave, <laughs> shout outs to Google Stadia. which continues to somehow not have had the plug pulled on it yet.
1: (laughs) Well, to be fair, it's a Google product. So they usually just create a thing, then let it sit there for a very long time and then announce one day, Hey, we're, we're shutting this down. That's true.
0: Also Uh, one of the, I think that one of the biggest things for Google Stadia when, uh, when it was being launched is like, Oh, so you're not actually buying these games. You don't have like you're buying a license to play them, but there's nothing like even when you buy digital games, you can then download them onto a physical drive and have them.
1: Yeah. And
0: in this case for Stadia, you are never doing that in any way. It's all it's all cloud based. So you will never actually have physical access to this game in any way. So that begs the question then: What happens
1: after you shut
0: this down because no one's buying it?
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think Amazon's doing it too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, That's Luna, their... I think. Luna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... There's a, there's a couple different versions of this, and you know, the answer in all of these cases, uh, the answer the answer in Google's case for like what happens to the games that you pay full price for when your if your monthly subscription you know, goes out the window, and their answer is, don't worry about it, it won't. and to be fair, pretty
1: much all digital games are going to be suffering that fate. Yeah, but again,
0: like, there's a bunch of
1: games that you can buy
0: digital, but then put on a hard drive, which you can then take out to a generator in the woods and use. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I like digital games, I'm not... uh... So like, there's a difference between a game that you buy digitally and then download to your physical drive to have access to regardless of internet status or service status Yeah. versus a game that is just a game that you pay the same price for to just have access to on someone else's server that they can just revoke access to at any time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's even happened with... uh... That happened with, like, like some licensed games and stuff. But if you bought them, mm-hmm. you could at least still download them. Right.
0: There's still, like, there's still a hard drive somewhere. Or, like, like PT, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like,
1: um, like some or of the Marvel those... vs. Capcom games. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a whole bunch. Actually, all of the Marvel games probably now have some weird download thing mm-hmm. attached to them. Or at least certain characters that are not allowed to be downloaded anymore if they were DLC characters. Uh, or, like, the Simpsons arcade game, the Turtles arcade games. For, like, if you had those on 360 or PS3, that's all different now, too.
0: So, yeah, it's one of my big pet peeves is when you ask someone a what if, like, you, you know, this is just an exercise in, like, hypotheticals in terms of, like, what happens if this? Because you're trying to get a sense of, like, what your consequences are and you're you're weighing risk reward, right? You're yeah. like, okay, so you say it'll work like this, but let's say theoretically that X happens. Let's say that the service, you know, the service shuts down and we don't uh, and we don't have access to Google Stadia anymore because it become it's not successful and it becomes discontinued, right? What if? What happens to everyone's games if that happens? What if what if X scenario happens? If your answer to that question is that won't happen when you're working in a theoretical like, hey, what if this happens? We just want to know what this, you know, if this is like a worst case scenario, what would that look like? And they're like, don't worry about it. That won't happen. First of all, I am very annoyed (laughs) because that wasn't the question. The question is not how likely is this to happen? The question is. This is a distinct possibility. So what happens if that comes to pass? And sure, if the yeah. only thing you can muster is that won't happen, the real answer is the what happens in that case is too horrific for us to say out loud.
1: Because I, th- I, I think, to be honest, I think those services aren't for people that care about that question. If, well, honestly, I think on, ultimately that the, the those types of services are, they're just not for someone that gives a crap. They're, they they want to play the game once it's done. They're going to going to go on to the new shiny thing, and they don't care if they can ever go back to the the old game, right? True. I, True. I don't. I think it's for a different market entirely. So rather than, I understand the answer because it's it looks it sounds better to the average person <laughs> who yeah. doesn't care, right? If you don't care about being able to play the game again, then it's like, yeah, who cares? Why would why is that important? I'm playing my game for this year because the next one's going to come out next year,
0: right? Well, I like th- see the big, the big problem with Stadia specifically, uh, is the is the problem that Xbox Game Pass doesn't have, which is that Xbox Game Pass is just Netflix. It's yeah, just you pay, you your, pay, fee you pay, pay your fee, you pay your subscription, and then you have access to the games that are on that service, and that's how that works. Whereas, like Stadia is that
1: plus.
0: Pay full price for your games, yeah, I and mean, then just
1: not have them later. You 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 know that Stadia is not. No one cares about it. Like it's not being pushed. Yeah. It's not well. Being marketed, I think Google you. I think you
0: are correct when you say that Stadia is not a a uh, uh, a service for people who care about that.
1: Which is why
0: it is a service for no one.
1: Yeah, I mean for the for the most part, I don't think it's going to be. I don't know. I guess it must be it must have been doing well enough because Luna decided or Amazon decided to do something similar. See, I
0: don't think that it is. I think that it is. I think that what this is, is it is a it's an idea for a it's an idea for a service that they really want to tell everybody is a service that you want. Without actually doing anything.
1: Oh wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Luna is. I'm sorry, I'm looking it up. I'm. I, it sounds like Luna might be what you're talking about, where you pay X amount per month and you get access to all of the games.
0: Oh, so it's more like Game Pass.
1: Yeah, it seems like there's two different ones. Like there's something called Luna Plus, which okay. two devices, growing library of games including Control, Grid, Metro Exodus, some other stuff. Um, and then I mean, think Yakuza, Yakuza is
0: on that too. Yakuza oh, maybe. Zero maybe.
1: Yeah, it looks like bloodstained. Um. Hmm. Then there's Ubisoft Plus, which is $18 a month, so then you get all the Ubisoft games. And I would imagine you also get the Luna games included in that. I don't know if it's a separate fee. Hmm. I really don't. And there's something called Family Channel, which then you probably only get the Family games, but it's also $3 less than just Luna Plus. So I don't know. That's a much more interesting concept to me where I can actually see why that would be useful to somebody where maybe for $20 a month, you buy the controller, you set your kit up. Yeah, and then then they're, then you're good to go.
0: Yeah, I know I completely understand the I completely understand the appeal of something like a Game Pass. Yeah, where it's like you know just rather than buy games individually, here is a monthly subscription for just a little treasure trove, and stuff will you know stuff will come onto the service, some stuff will go off of the service, and you know so you'll get you'll you'll get a. Uh, a rotation of new stuff from time to time, but it mostly is just like, here is a little, here is just a pile of games that you can play. Yeah. I totally get that. I do not understand,
1: pay us $20 a month
0: so that you can pay us for games.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, and I think that's why you haven't heard anything about Stadia.
0: I'm just surprised that they haven't discontinued it yet, but I honestly think that it is, I honestly think that it is primarily like, Yeah, the reason I brought up them saying, like, don't worry, it won't happen, is because I think that monetarily they are at a point where, like, they could probably shut down Stadia and it would save them some money because it's probably (laughs) trending in the wrong direction. But they told everyone, don't worry, we won't cheat you out of all of this money for the games that you bought. And now they're in a position where it's like,
1: all right, we said we wouldn't do it, but damn. It, well, I think it's also, if they have the server, because it's it's Google, uh, it's Google. Right. So, like, server space shouldn't be an issue. It's not. So, like, maybe it actually doesn't cost... They already have all, everything in place, so at this point... It, That's it's, true, it's, it's probably
0: not costing them very much to keep it running.
1: Yeah, they've already gone through... I don't know if they've recouped their costs. They probably have since I- they never actually gave anyone anything everyone paid for everything from the get-go i know that
0: one thing that they did um they so they had like stadia like game like they were trying to do game development Mm -hmm. right they were trying to do actual um they were trying to do some actual like bring some uh companies on to do game development for like stadia exclusive games ah okay
1: that's canceled as hell yeah, so that, that's how, that's all you need to know.
0: So like, it like, so I think that was the I think that was the part of them like trying to put actual money into the idea. And
1: then they're like, oh,
0: and and now they're like, okay. okay, yeah, let's just you know, let's just not put any more money into this.
1: Oh, actually, okay, Stadia does have the service we were talking about. Play games and all their glory for free with Stadia Pro. So there is a, there is a subscription version of it where you get, it looks like a lot of the same games that you would get on Luna, but huh. it's like, it's a similar thing to uh game pass. Now way less games. I'm going to imagine. I just think, be- yeah, I think so. I, it's I, possible.
0: I, maybe they've changed that at some point as well.
1: I mean, the games don't look impressive. Like Darksiders three or two and three. Like, those are pretty old. Yeah. Saints row four. <laughs> Uh, control is there. That's an interesting yeah, one. Oh, that's that's good. The Legend of Heroes three for some reason. <laughs> um, I I Mies. I hear those games are okay. Oh, I don't mean because it's bad. It's just like random to have the third one. As yeah, one hey, he got Shante there. Shante's good. So it's got a. There are there. Shante's like, weird because Shante like
0: like. Uh, se- I assume uh, Seven Sirens.
1: E- no, Risky's Revenge Director's Cut.
0: Oh. That's the second one.
1: Well, that's cheaper. I guess it's cheaper. <laughs> Seven Sirens
0: had a uh, had an exclusivity deal with, of all things, Apple Arcade. <laughs> okay, so it was out on Apple Arcade for like several months as an excu- as as an exclusive, and then it actually launched for real, huh? So I was like, oh, that's kind of not surprising, actually.
1: You know, you know the the real the real. Uh, the real game though that's offered is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Bloodstained's good. There Play Bloodstained. Go. Of course you could just buy it for ten dollars on Steam, but whatever. Is it on sale? I don't know, but it can't isn't it like twenty dollars full price? No, it's like forty. Is it really? Curse of the Moon, which is like yeah, the sort of, of Castle
0: the the, like the sort of Castlevania three um Yeah, that's like fifteen or something. Ish one say. is like ten or is like fifteen or twenty. But
1: I guess Bloodstained is a forty dollar game.
0: I, I think that's a good price point for it i I want I'd like to see more games come out at forty dollars
1: because I think that's think like a, that's such
0: a good like middle shelf price
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's like this is you know this is not giving you like the big shiny graphics the the big shiny like updated graphics experience but it is giving you like a fairly fully featured game with a lot of stuff to it and with some polish yeah. And I think that's like, that's a, that's
1: a good, that's a good spot for it. I like that. It's, it's sort of weird. I'm, I'm looking at a video now of Bloodstained and I forgot how the the graphics, even in three years have aged rather poorly, to be honest. They weren't very good in the first place. Yeah. But they, they feel even weirder now to me. Just, it's not bad, but it, it kind of, it's, it's right on that, uh, that cell phone game look in some ways. Art Play is a cell phone game like company. Man, I don't I don't remember it looking like this when I in my memories of playing this it doesn't look like this. It's, it it's
0: it absolutely weird. did look like that. Oof. I promise you it did. From the from the very
1: beginning,
0: it had it had very uh it had very cell phone game type graphics because Art Play is a that that's what they do. Yeah. They like they were a they were a mobile game designer and, you know, they brought them on and they were like, you can do real graphics, right? And yeah. the answer was yes, but also no. <laughs> like that. It looks fine.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not bad. It's just so the reason it's hitting a nerve at the moment is because of I didn't like the graphics very much of the Act razor.
0: Oh, yeah, I probably like, yeah, oh, I can see that.
1: This is this is feeling a little act mm-hmm. Um which I hadn't really had that before. Because when I first saw the act raiser trailer, it's kind of like, yeah, it's okay, whatever. But after playing it a bit more, I was like, oh no, eh.
0: yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Um, I think that the the general like s- the two D sprites in uh, the two D stri- the two D sprites in blood-stained, look fine. I, the animations and stuff like that, I think that it's not amazing, but they look fine. Yeah. Um, the... All of the, like, 3D cutscenes are like, oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, you got the job done. I can see what's going on here, but, like, boy, there is... There is what I would refer to as artistic jank here. Yeah. Like you got the point across, but that wasn't smooth.
1: Yeah, it's time time can uh it I, I it's just it's just weird. I suppose I also <laughs> I, I should point out is...
0: bloodstained is still good. Yes. Like visually it's you know visually I'd say it's like a five or six out of ten. But like gameplay wise is like a nine or a ten.
1: So <laughs> what was the that, sound that? That balances out. God, what was the sound effect of the armor that was? Hilarious? E- ooh. Yeah, it was the, ooh. <laughs> yeah, good times. Oh man. So, have you had much of a chance? I, this will be completely outdated for everyone listening to this, but that's just too bad. Have, that's have fine. you had a chance to watch any of GDQ?
0: I have caught not as much of it as I wanted. Um, I watched. Uh, I just caught up on the video. Uh, that's how I'm going to end up watching most of this because I've just been too busy this week. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably watch a bunch this weekend. Uh, I know that they hit a million dollars on Wednesday for the first time in the history of the uh, of the event.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the normal like usually uh, they are for that.
0: Usually they they hit their first million like mid to late Friday. Really? And then things just kind of like escalate from there. Usually they raise like usually they raise like more than half of their total donations on Saturday. Sunday.
1: Oh, Saturday, okay. Yeah,
0: because it's the last day and they have like the biggest incentives there. And anyone who's been like holding out all week is like, Okay, we gotta donate now or not at all. So Yeah. So usually the donations trickle in relatively slowly and you get like maybe a hundred or two hundred thousand a day but they were at like a half million in like 24 hours wow so it is like it is moving way more intensely than uh than i than it ever has before so they they're really doing good i watched um anyway about the runs i i need to go back i wanted to wake up early this morning and watch um i forget who all is uh who all was running it. uh NPC Neitzel, oh, uh, uh Meware, and uh shoot somebody else I forget I'm sorry I say I'm sorry because there's a possibility that like Nets, one of them Netsle. might actually be listening
1: neat Ni- neatzel
0: yeah Neitzel, Muware, uh NPC and and, and 10 10 Michi. 10 Miku. yeah that's right Miku. that's right
1: okay. yeah, I added an H there
0: yeah so they're um they all ran Zedette, which I talked about last week Mm-hmm. Um Zedette's a good game. Play Zedette. Um but I, I really I wanted wake to wake up early and donate during that. And I I just I I fell I was like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, a a stay up the awful block tonight. And I crashed out so hard last night. I was so tired. <laughs> You're weak. I was so weak. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help that like, so we, we mounted a, we mounted the TV in the bedroom. So now I could just like watch TV oh, no, in nope, bed. Nope. And it's like sitting there in bed saying like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to just, I'm totally going to just night. like
1: stay up all night in bed. You're on Z's the second, like <laughs> you have that one moment of in between a game or something like, oh, I'm just going to rest for a second. Then you're like, oh crap, it's 10 in the morning.
0: Yep. <laughs> plus i like i haven't slept like i haven't slept very much or like i haven't gotten enough sleep the last couple of days because i've been playing atelier sophie and that actually <laughs> has kept me up at night because i'll i'll look over and I'll be
1: like oh it's 3 a.m whoa whoops i love those moments i really do those are some of my favorite gaming moments where you have that the 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 time warp sensation where you're like oh my god what happened like it's such a cool feeling because it means that you've loving whatever it is you're playing
0: yeah you're having a good time and you've just kind of lost track of everything else you're really you're actually using games as escapism sure yeah um like everyone you know you know like everyone always says that you're supposed to do but like it's it's increasingly so difficult to actually turn your brain off for anything these days (laughs) and so those moments when you're actually able to do it are pretty special
1: didn't the, the, the 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 final fantasy 14 guy get some flack something about our our games always supposed to be fun or something i don't know what it was but it was about how they're adding nfts to oh
0: yeah it's propers. like it's like we're adding nfts to final fantasy 14 and we know this will upset those of you who play the game for fun <laughs> yeah it was, it
1: was something like that it's like oh, okay <laughs> It's, it's that that is a quite the way of wording that. I don't know if it was a weird translation thing or what, but I, I I had read part of that and was just, hmm, hmm I hope I hope that's not what they meant.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's
1: because I don't want I mean, if you're nobody if you're adding... can
0: communicate
1: like nobody can communicate the
0: the benefits of NFTs properly because there aren't any. Well, because it's, yeah,
1: I the know. only the only benefits of NFTs are like we can make money off of doing nothing. We can make money so that you can own a thing that no one will actually give you the worth of that thing to. Yeah, unless you're trafficking people, drugs, or uh, guns.
0: And realistically, <laughs> for companies, it makes perfect sense. It's like we can just sell this thing and and like slap the letters NFT on it. I mean, and if, all of if, a sudden, it's worth thirty thousand dollars to someone. So, yeah, like, like, why wouldn't we do that? If, if well,
1: I don't. I mean, there's lots of reasons. There's lots should, of but... reasons.
0: But for a company, if you're a company and your no, only point is uh, your only. Your only goal is unethically
1: making as much money as possible. This yeah, is a thought, treasure trove. If you thought the DS printed money, this is actually printing money because you can just reuse assets. <laughs> like Yeah. You, you, you're like, okay, I'm going to press print on this printer and oh, whoops. <laughs> $100,000 came out. How did that happen? Yeah,
0: today in <laughs> Fuck Konami News, um, like, this is how they decided to celebrate Castlevania's, like, 35th anniversary. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, please. hey, happy, happy birthday, Castlevania. It's your 35th anniversary. Please enjoy this <laughs> NFT collection. And everyone yeah. was like, go die. Except they sold, didn't they? I probably... They probably <laughs> did, but, like... Of course, Konami, of all people, rather than celebrating a, a
1: beloved game franchise with, I don't know, a fucking video game. Or even just, like, some, some, like, a soundtrack, like, anything. Of course, Konami, whose entire, whose entire,
0: like, just the concept machine. as a company has been, like, let's just, let's just, like, enable gambling. Of course, they're going to be like, yeah, no, this works. We'll just uh, we'll just sell things that have no value, but tell everyone that they're valuable so that they give us a lot of money for nothing, (laughs) because give us a lot of money for nothing has been Konami's entire it
1: it has been their entire business model for 10 years. You want to know something sad or maybe it's not sad, but the the power of the brand that they used to have. Uh, So this may be a podcast game that we play later. We, I haven't talked about it with you yet, but I happened to be playing the, the, the old Genesis on the switch again. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to play contra hardcore. And I, I booted up and it played that old Konami like the, like when, when it would Mm -hmm. highlight the logo. I was like, man, that sound, it was just such a, it felt good to hear it because it it did. It was a sign of quality. Yeah, well, and it, and I played the the Turtles game so much, um, like Hyperstone Heist and and uh, Turtles in Time, and that sound, you know, it's just beautiful. And so it was. It's weird to now be like, man, man, that, that company, what a what a mess. <laughs> After it, by the way, hardcore. I I, I use save states, obviously, but I actually beat the game for the first time in my life. Man, that game's really cool. That's I. A- all right, so I came. I like my experience with Contra
0: Hardcore because I have played it before. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. Really. But I don't like it for reasons that are not really fair to it. Mm, okay. Because you know what I played before Contra Hardcore? What? Hardcore Uprising.
1: Oh no! I played the Arxis Contra- game. Oh, no, which no. is yeah, 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 not at all in any way the same game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I I play I have it on the I actually have like the cart on Genesis and I played it a lot as a kid so it was more of a hey this is neat. I'm past the fourth boss or whatever cuz I never yeah. got that far before. Right. So it's so, it's yeah that's I could see where if you're playing it maybe they would make it a actually kind of a fun podcast. There is one if we don't play it as a podcast. We'll decide this later. And I don't want to say anything now, but there was an easter egg that I never knew about until last night and I found it by accident and it made me just all smiles and that's when i was like all right maybe we have to do this as a podcast game if we decide yeah later. so i don't want to talk about it in in, in detail until we yeah, a chance. at, at length yeah but uh but yeah it was it was quite the fun easter egg that i didn't know about and that's it that's all you get from me at least on that topic. okay that's fine <laughs> i didn't enjoy my time with it because
0: uh because i played it thinking that it was going to be at all at mm. all similar to uh hardcore uprising yeah. And it is not in any way similar to that. And no Contra game really is. It's a, it's a completely different experiences. So, like, I think going back into it with the, uh, with, you know, expecting a Contra game mm-hmm. and not like an Arxis air dashing acrobatic, no, no, no. like, if master as- class in 2D action.
1: No, this is just a a pretty good all around experience that was really hard as, I mean, as most Contra games are. Yeah. Uh, but if that's if another thing as... too,
0: is like the, the Contra games that I do know, like I've played a lot and you get, you know, you, you learn the patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You learn, yeah, once you, know you learn patterns, what you're supposed to do bad. on each stage and, and what it's trying to do to you. And it, it gets a lot easier. And as it gets
1: easier, it gets more fun. It's, you know, it's, it's really interesting. I don't know. Cause you talk about when, when, you would play games as a kid, you would play it. And then you just, you would just keep playing that one until you could like beat it. Right. Right. So for me, when I played contra heart, well, I used to call it hardcore until my dad was like, Hey, that's pronounced this way. I was like, Oh yeah, that that's cool. (laughs) It's like, Oh, I get it. Yeah, exactly. I see what they did there. "Ah, Yeah. yeah." Um, so I would play it. I'd, I'd die. And then I would be like, okay, I'm, I'm done playing this for today. And I'd play again, you know, later. Sure. It was as you do. And I, but I never got, I, I think that repetition is sort of how you get really good at those games to actually be able to beat them. And I never got good enough to ever get to that point because once I died, I was done. And so I got better and I got further. Sure. But when I got to the, there's a point when I was playing it last night where I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. It's all new. And I never sat down and <laughs> got there because it was just like, eh, I can play something else or I'll build a Lego or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I never, I never had that feeling. And it just, I was, uh, when I was watching GDQ, it made me, it reminded me of the, um, I think he's called the Mexican speedrunner, and The and Mexican the runner. Yeah. TMR. Um, or TMR. That's what it is. Yeah. And, uh, and his NES challenge. And it just, mm-hmm. I, I love that kind of dedication and you sort of, yeah, I think, I, I think
0: like TMR's, um, like, like NES gauntlet is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen someone do. Yeah. Like it's, it's something, it's one of those things where like, I wish I would thought of that first because I would totally have done this. You told, yes, absolutely. Like, like it is is such a cool thing. And just like the idea of like, here's this list of games I'm going to go through and beat all of them is just like the coolest thing to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. Even like the one that took him the longest was like. Like, when I say every NES game, like, he played the
1: miracle piano teaching system. And it was, the that took him the longest, right? It was, like, 90 hours.
0: Yeah, it was, like, it was, it took, like, I I don't know if it was... Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it was like 90 because it's just I'm, I'm pretty it sure it was a the one that... huge like extended list of piano tutorials. So <laughs> like to finish his to finish his <laughs> NES game gauntlet, he just learned to play the piano.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I liked that he finished the whole thing with Mario 3 because he was like, yeah, I want to because I guess someone had recommended to him that he finishes with a game that he likes. And mm. Uh, instead of a, because otherwise it's going to be some terrible game. Because if it was, if I imagine if it was that piano game, that would have been a really right, boring right, right. way to end. Or if your, he'd done it your, like alphabetically, then it would have been like what? Zoop? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, some some game nobody wants to uh uh <laughs> to be a part of. <laughs> Zoop is actually not that bad, but like oh no, I wasn't referring to Zoop. I just mean because you would put off a game that. But it heard... wouldn't
0: be the game I'd want to finish with. <laughs> right. Oh, God. like by any by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> yeah, but yeah tmr it was, is
1: awesome I, I, he, it, that yeah, really and that nice is like a super cool, cool thing. thing uh but it was it was just sort of that moment of wow it's it's interesting the type the personality difference between you know how people look at games or play games whereas i would be like yeah i'm good i'm happy i, I did enough and yeah. until without once once games introduced saving then i was more likely to actually finish them because i could pick up where i left off if I had, you know, if I died a bunch, but the games sure. like most NES games, I never, I never bothered, yeah. getting good enough to to beat them, right? So it's I'm, I'm, I and see, like playing through there
0: was something days. you said earlier that was very that was very telling to me, um, because you said something along the lines of like, oh, whatever, I'll just go play, I'll just go like do Legos or something,
1: yeah, I'll do something else, I'll play a different game or a different toy or whatever it is, or because the for you an
0: acceptable outcome was I'm going to stop playing video games and go play with something else for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And that has never really been a thing for me. Right. So like when I was growing up, I would just keep beating my head against a wall because failing repeatedly in a video game was a preferable activity Than anything else. any other toy or activity that I had available. So (laughs) if I was able to play video games
1: at that time, that's what I was doing. (laughs) It's uh, it's if you've ever watched or if anyone listening to this ever watches you stream a game like that. It's yes, that's still that's still you. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) It's like this is what I'm doing. And eventually my mom's going to come in and say, like, turn that off and go outside. And then I'm going to be sad. So, like, until that happens, I need to play as much as I can before I'm told I can't play anymore. So, like, I would absolutely just sit there with my five games and play all of them to absolute perfection because that was the thing that I wanted to do the most of anything. And eventually, I would be told that I had to stop doing that and go do something else that I didn't like doing as much.
1: No. And... (laughs)
0: and so like that absolutely has carried over into adulthood as like yeah so now i just now i have this stubborn personality where like a game will not make me stop like (laughs) i will i will continue to uh, i will continue to just like push at this until i get better at it and feel better about it which actually is a decent segue into the next thing that i want to talk about oh all right um wait you were talking about contra hardcore do you want to talk more about contra hardcore or were you just saying
1: no I was just having fun playing it that's all yeah or pl- I had fun playing it I suppose we uh we could podcast that I wouldn't
0: I wouldn't mind I haven't played anything for next week so I mean we could do it even even as soon as that if you wanted Whoa. to
1: well it's been a long time since we've called out the game we're gonna play next for our that's listeners.
0: true because we don't ever know what it's gonna be <laughs> yeah
1: well there you go now you've heard it maybe
0: maybe. I don't know. We've talked about like eight different games. So
1: yeah, yeah. Because I I had had played a a Shinobi three, which spoilers Mm -hmm. is super rad. I had never played uh, any of those games before. And I I really like the third one a lot. That was I think
0: I played a little bit of three on the uh, on the collection on 360 for the achievement. OK,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm but not that's including barely any of anything because yeah, we got the same set of achievements. Yeah, so I've played all of these games that much, too. But that was it <laughs> that like the Sonic
0: Ultimate. Like, I think it's called Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection. Yeah. And it's it's a collection that was on uh, Xbox 360 and PS3. Yep. And it just has an achievement for playing every game. And they are all like thir- they all take like 30 minutes to get. Cause yeah, it's they're all, just they're like all... play. It's just like play
1: to the end of like stage three or
0: something like that.
1: Yeah. Some of them are even simpler than that. It's <laughs> like, it's, it's more or less boot up the game and get a coin or open a box yeah, yeah. or whatever. Or I, there's a, a couple that or...
0: are like, get to stage 11, but there's a password.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You can just cheat your way to the end.
0: So I like, I know that you've always been like big on achievement and trophy hunting. And I never really have been, but that one was like, hey, what a cool way to get you just like into playing each game on this collection. And I was interested because there was a bunch of games there that i would never heard of. So I was like, yeah, I'll just I'll just fire this up and play each of these games for like, you know, 15 to 15 minutes to an hour to pick up an achievement. And just and that not only gives me an achievement, but that also gives me like. That also lets me just like sort of touch the game for long enough to like know what it is and get a feel for it, mm-hmm. and and have a sense of like whether I actually like it or not. That's actually how I found out about a uh, Comic Zone. Yeah, I, I, I played a little bit of Comic Zone. And I was like, "Yo, this is awesome!" Because <laughs> like you know, when you play for fifteen minutes, it seems really awesome, and and it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I that one I actually
1: finished. Like, I actually remember playing, like, the rest of it. That's, that's, uh, that was one of the ones that I was excited to finally experience as part of the podcast. Well, I mean, we've said it a million times, but yeah. even, even still, it was, it was one of the ones that, hey, hey, this is a game I want to play. And I'm never going to play it if I don't have motivation, because sometimes <laughs> I right, just need right, that right. extra kick. And then I found all that cool stuff about the, the technical STI.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the
1: Sega Technical Institute,
0: not sexually transmitted infections. <laughs> there is cool stuff about that, too, but it's not as much fun. <laughs> but, you know, medical science is cool, I guess. Yeah, well, let's not go there. Um, we already did. Damn it. <laughs> So uh, speaking of trying out games and um, and just kind of seeing what you got and playing them for a few minutes,
1: uh, that's what I've started doing on my stream. I finally came back to streaming. You, oh, that's right. You did, and you know it's funny. I can't believe you got Shadow Warrior first because when the Devolver Direct or whatever they're called came yeah. out, um, when they announced the third one of the Shadow Warrior games, I remember yeah. you were kind of like, "Hey, this looks sort of neat." And I had said to you, "Well, eh, I played the the remaster, or the remake, mm-hmm. or whatever," and I was like, "The gameplay is okay, but man, the humor really is just like that Edge Lord. <laughs> it is. Let's make quite- jokes at the expense of everyone else."
0: Yeah, it is. It is so thirteen-year-olds making jokes to thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, and and like, and not, and like, and the kind of like asshole, like the kind of asshole thirteen-year-olds that like get portrayed
1: as bullies in movies. (laughs) Well, they're the type of people that would name the Asian character Lo Wang. Yep. I hitting. mean,
0: this, that game, that game, I
1: played that game for like you, you 45 spent 40 minutes. minutes. Yep. I was going to say, I think the time on your level complete was 49 minutes.
0: Yeah, and it took me, it took like, it took like 25 minutes for me to get through like a poop joke and a bunch rabbits of penis sex. jokes and literally just like a couple of rabbits humping in the woods. And it's like someone modeled this because they thought it was funny. This like this doesn't serve any this doesn't serve any function other than just they expect you to look at that and be like,
1: (laughs) I should cut them in half with my sword.
0: I mean, honestly, I feel like that's probably what they expect. You know, I'd like, I someone bet if there was you an actually for it. cut the rabbits while they're having sex, there's probably something that happens.
1: Yeah, someone someone said that there was an achievement for that. And, like, boy. God, what do you think the name is? I, I don't, don't even want to talk I want about to it. I have one hour played, so I could look theoretically, but I don't know if I'm going to bother. <laughs> but, yeah, that, like... That sure does
0: feel like if the Duke Nukem team took a video game and was like, hey, what if we take all of the disrespect and disregard that we have for women and (laughs) apply it to Asian culture? (laughs) Yeah. And make the game play basically the same, but
1: make it sword focused instead of gun focused. And that's what Shadow Warrior was. And and to, and to 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 be fair, like at least <laughs> it, when when the idea of the the Doom team doing that stuff, it was like societally acceptable to be that kind of person, like in the nineties. That's what yes. I'm saying. That's what like I mean for the that... original Shadow Warrior, but this is the remake that came out in like 2012. Yeah, it was like twelve or thirteen. I don't know. I remember I bought it because it was on sale for it was one of those like, hey, this is on sale for three dollars or something. I was like, oh cool, I'll definitely Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got it in like a bundle or something like that as well. And I oh. remember hearing that it was really good, which mechanically it actually was quite fun. Yeah, I thought it was neat. And it's cool, like, you know, the mix of swords and, and
0: guns and weird. You get fighting you get some games. guns, but it's very clear they're meant to be like secondary. Well, it's just to have jokes. That's actually what the gun is for, I feel like. <laughs> It kind of does like I, I don't I didn't use it enough to really get a sense of it, but like all of the well, stuff I, that you unlock is like is like sword focused at least, an- w- at least at least where for
1: as far as I was. I only played for like an hour. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's you it can't really give it uh, too much of a
0: like, yeah, I, I can't I, I can't really d- review it. All yeah.
1: I can say is that I played it for an hour and then didn't want to play more. Okay, I lied. I looked through the trophies. I, I'm going to guess it's it's. I'm going to guess it's this one, which is a hidden trophy, but it's called Alice in Shadowland. If I had to guess the trophy for killing the bunnies, that would be the one I would go with. That 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 makes some sense because of because of the bunny thing.
0: Yeah, that's sure, <laughs> sure. That's fine. Let's let's just assume that's it because that's honestly significantly less offensive than what I was expecting. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but so that was a bust. But you played that other game, which looked really cool, in Invisigun. Invisigun Reloaded, which I assume Reloaded because it's probably a
0: remake from like a a game that was out on like an earlier platform. It looks like it could have been out on like like a, a DS or something like that, or even like a GBA or something like that, because it was running in a resolution that I'm not familiar with. It was like it was like 980 by 540 or something like that. Oh. <laughs> That is different. So it's not something that you see on like a normal screen. So I assume it was on something that was running not a normal screen.
1: Yeah. that um, makes sense.
0: And I didn't bother messing with it because it seemed to be locked to that if you're in full screen. And I assume like, OK, so this is ported from like this is ported from either a smaller or older console. Mm-hmm. And this is as much as you can up res it. So fine. So that game was actually fun. Uh Visigun Reloaded is basically like a grid-based, like a grid-based platformer. It seems to be built mostly around like multiplayer,
1: mm-hmm. kind of like yeah.
0: a almost like a Bomberman-style arena, like grid battle type of deal. Um, but the the, single the gimmick is getting
1: you prepped for it. What's that? The, the single
0: player is getting you prepped for
1: that idea or that. Yeah, that, yeah. The like Phantom Dust. The
0: I played Phantom Dust a few years ago, and that's kind of like that phantom dust is like a is like a deck-based uh Uh, sort of like a a deck-based 3d arena brawler
1: yeah um and it has a
0: it's a it's a neat concept but it has a single player campaign which is kind of bare bones because the point of it is basically getting you to understand how the game works so you can play multiplayer Mm, okay um but i had a i had a i had a good time with it um it's uh I don't know that it's something I'm going to play like a lot more of. Yeah, but hey, that's not the point. The point was to to But roll the point dice and like see what you I get. Yeah, the point was I know what that game is now. And the oh. the gimmick is that you are invisible for most of the game and invisible in the sense that you cannot see your own character. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, like you can see where you start and you know that when you move like the sound cues are very obvious. And you know that when you know exactly where you move when you move one square because it is grid based. So you don't have to worry about like being between hitboxes or whatever mm-hmm. is like you move one square like you're on a checkerboard or something. So, you you know, you can tell and if you're counting your moves, you can know where you are. But you have to be paying attention because you can't see your character and there's hazards and spikes and lasers and stuff where if you walk too far in one direction, you'll just run into that stuff. So the, the trick is you are invisible while moving, but then you become visible again when you
1: shoot or use certain abilities. Or like, can you use hazards or like, okay, so I didn't see that much of you playing the real game, but I saw you starting the tutorial and it was like, hey, don't walk in the water and stuff. Oh is there anything yeah. Where you can use those types of environmental things to help you guide where you, or figure out where you are and in a good way and not in a bad way, or is it, not yeah anything. you can uh, there are a lot of like walls and uh walls and objects
0: in the environment that will kind of like light up when you walk into them mm-hmm. um and they kind of like light up and glitch out a little bit. so if you walk all the way into a wall you can see where you've hit the wall because the wall itself will react
1: yeah it has like so you beam. can
0: use that as well but the the yeah. trick is like for for multiplayer purposes it's like okay so if you like, as long as you're just moving, you are, uh, you're invisible, which means that you can't see where you are, but if you're paying attention, you can remember where you are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas if, uh, like, <laughs> but if you're playing multiplayer, everyone else also doesn't know where you are.
1: Yeah. So, so they can't wall, shoot it's... you. Right.
0: Right. So there's this whole thing about like knowing your own positioning and knowing where you are and trying to identify where everyone else is. And then if you shoot or if you attack in any way, then you expose your position. And then you know like- everyone can kind of like work off of that information and the knowledge of where they are. And it's it's this whole it's this whole thing. So I I can see how the the multiplayer of that would be really interesting. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say I could see where that's a really pretty rad experience for uh people that are that want to do multiplayer stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, so I can I can absolutely 100% see the appeal. Mm-hmm. But I am not getting into this whole Steam roulette thing of for uh for The purposes of like learning a new multiplayer game that's not that's not the point (laughs) i guess i didn't actually explain it uh most people who are listening to the podcast probably already know but not all of you uh so i started a new thing on my stream where i am basically just playing games on my steam backlog and what that means is i have a bunch of games that i bought you know i don't know months ago years ago however long Every single person listening to this is in the exact same position. They everyone knows. (laughs) Everyone knows what it's like, where it's like, you know, you get games that were either given away for free or they were in a big bundle. You got like twenty five games for three dollars or something like that, especially the early days of Humble Bundle, especially that. Yes, there's a bunch of games left over from from that era. Um, I think I think i have like door kickers. Was in one of like, was in like Humble Bundle five or something like
1: that. <laughs> yeah, like one through nine or whenever they, w- whenever it switched to the, there, there was a point where it switched or people stopped buying them. I don't know. Cause that's what happened to me is I was like, oh, I'm buying all these for 15 bucks or whatever. And, and then, then it,
0: eventually you realize like, oh, I'm not playing any of these. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, like oh, I ever. Should,
1: I should just stop. <laughs>
0: you know? Like it doesn't matter that it only costs me $10. I am wasting $10 on things I don't want and won't use. <laughs> yeah. So eventually everyone just stopped. But like every <laughs> once in a while, there's a cool one where it's like, yeah, okay, I'll drop eight bucks on that and get 30 new games and support charity. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a bunch of those now. I have like I counted. I, I didn't I, I estimated I shouldn't say counted because I definitely did not count. Um, But I estimated approximately four hundred and like 50 or so. Games with oh zero playtime? No, 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 not specific. just in general. Oh. Well, well. I, I don't know how to, like, filter out the ones specifically with zero playtime. So, like, that's, like, in general, I own 450 Steam games. I would say I've probably played, like, a quarter of them. Wow, that's pretty, that's a lot. I mean, like, for any amount of time. Oh yeah,
1: like turning them on and be like, yeah, I'm going to play this. Nah, not today. Yeah,
0: like some of them are in there with like 12 minutes. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know. Um so what I'm doing on stream <laughs> is I'm loading up stream and I'm being basically saying I have no idea what I'm playing today. And what we're what we're doing is I'm using a I'm using a website that reads my Steam library and see and reads my play times and it, I'm giving it the filters of I want to play a single player game that I have zero minutes of play time in and, and
1: I am, yes, I'm I rolling did.
0: it and it's giving me a game and then we're playing that
1: and we're going to just we're just going to do that for a while. And 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 I totally did try to get you to play a a, a horrible adult game that uh, that would uh, probably get my that would probably get my channel banned. <laughs> But Dean was far too wise.
0: (laughs) I like someone someone in chat was like in before like in before like anime porn game. And I was like, jokes on you. I only own like three of those and I've
1: played all of them. (laughs) I was already in the process of checking out when that was when that was being said. (laughs) God, I love the Steam refund feature.
0: (laughs) So. Incidentally, uh, Jesse actually bought a bundle of like ten new games over over the holiday because I think it was fanatical having a big sale. Okay. So she got a bunch of games for like ten bucks or nine bucks or whatever it was, and um, and she was like, "Oh, are you gonna are you gonna add all these into the into the pool before you start drawing?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> I'm not." Because what I really want is not to roll a game that we just bought and have had for three days. I really want to roll games that have been in my library for years. So I can look at it and be like, what the hell actually is this? <laughs> I just, what is this game? At least I want to, I want to at least know what this is like. And so we rolled two yesterday and we got Shadow Warrior and Invisigun. Incidentally I rolled two others, but there are some games that are that I have on Steam that I've actually played on other platforms.
1: Yeah, like vvvvvv v, v V V
0: V Yes, that's the correct number of Vs. <laughs> um so that and uh Retro City Rampage. Uh one of the v, 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 i uh I have played actually like it was actually on PC, but it wasn't on uh it wasn't on Steam. Mm. It was actually I think I got it on a humble bundle. Really humble <laughs> bundle yeah. I think it was on a Humble Bumble Bundle before they started giving Steam codes.
1: Yeah, I, I want to say they retroactively added some to other ones, because I remember opening did. up. Okay, yeah, because I remember opening up, I was like, oh god, I forgot about these. It was like seven years ago, and I was like, oh cool, and I added a bunch to Steam that I yep. then went on to never play also, but at least they're in my Steam account.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there are actually several games that I did play when I got them on Humble Bundle. That they then retroactively added Steam codes for. Mm-hmm. And I added them to Steam, but was like, well, I've already played them, but I might as well just put them in the library. Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple games like that. And what I actually did last night after the stream was over mm. is I um, I went in and the two games that I rolled that were like, oh, these came up because Steam says zero hours, but I have actually played them. It just wasn't on Steam. I actually <laughs> installed them and booted them for like one minute. <laughs> So now they're technically, like, now they won't come up again. They're technically out of the, they're out of the pool to be re-rolled. Oh, that's great. So, so, crisis averted. (laughs) We have, we have solved the problem. Um, So I'm going to keep doing that for a couple streams. That was actually really fun. Um, Eventually, it is going to roll Subnautica, which is a game that I actually know a little bit about. And, um, and I, like, I know what that game is, and I know that it's a game that I probably won't want to play.
1: That's not a, I don't, that doesn't seem like a Dean game to me.
0: It doesn't. And I don't honestly know why I have it. Um, But that's the case with a lot of these things. And uh, I know it's going to come up because when I was actually testing to make sure the roller, the the randomizer thing worked, mm-hmm. uh, it came up like three times. Rigged. So, so I'm pretty sure it's going to come up eventually. And damn it, I'm going to play it. And we're going to we're going to find out and then I'm going to stop playing it. And the cool thing about this is that once I've played a game once, like it is only rolling games that I have zero that I have zero hour, zero minute playtime. Yeah. So, you know, as long as I actually play them, they can only roll once. So Subnautica is going to come up eventually and I'm going to have to play it. But I'm but once I do, it won't come up again. So it's just going to be done. So that's the solace that I have is eventually I'm going to have to play this game that I'm probably not going to like, but it's a it's a one time thing and then it's done. But I'm too stubborn (laughs) to just be like, no, I won't like this.
1: I mean, you can play it for an hour. It'll be okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, that's the one thing is like, there's no point in me doing the whole like, let me just roll a random game and play it. If, if I'm going to just it. like make decisions on what I'm going to like based on my biases. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? If I'm like, oh, this game, like, I don't think I'll like this, so I'm not gonna play it. That defeats the whole purpose. The whole yes. point is to discover stuff and just see how I feel about it and see if I like it.
1: Yeah, that would that would be that would be silly. Unless unless you know emphatically this is something I don't want to play, like if it's an online only game or VR or something. Right,
0: would, right. Well, I mean, I I'm, I'm sort of retro I'm sort of preemptively, not retroactively. That would be the opposite of what I mean. <laughs> I am um I am preemptively um like ruling out anything that is like exclusively multiplayer focused or or that is like a VR game because I I'm not set up to stream that. So,
1: yeah, it makes sense. So I just I just can't. I'll tell you what Subnautica in VR is pretty cool back when i when i was like with the dk2 or whatever
0: i think i have it actually i think i specifically have subnautica vr
1: oh is it a thing before it was just kind of like a weird this oh this is five or six years because whenever subnautica first came out that i was messing around with it in vr so it wasn't really oh no exactly i'm wrong exactly right um it was like a setting but it was weird you had to do something in like a menu like a lot of early vr stuff
0: I remember at some point seeing Subnautica
1: VR specifically, like separately, in my
0: in my Steam. Uh, Maybe it was like a demo or a window. test thing,
1: and now it's actually just part of the main game. That's possible. And then they merged it together, like a beta thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anything, anything is possible.
0: I've lost my train of thought.
1: I was gonna say, should should uh, you want you want you want to talk about a, an arcade game? Or I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, we can do that. Because I'm, I'm 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 gonna be honest, I do have GDQ open in another window, and Froob just started his playthrough of Lost Judgment, and oh, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna beat that game in like three hours, which is funny because it took me like three and a half months.
1: Yeah, that's 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 like something you could never do.
0: It's just, something I just, wouldn't want to do.
1: You just couldn't do it
0: because you just have to skip all the fun stuff.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean. I don't. I, okay, I suppose the wording it that way makes it sound like you're incapable of doing it. I, just I mean, missed. I
0: don't think I could do it in three hours. I think I could probably do it in like 10 or 15. Because honestly, those games are not that long if you just ignore all of the fun stuff and then just go story, 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 story. Man, that that's missing the point. It's completely missing the point of an RGG game. <laughs> there is no reason to do this. Oh, oh my god. Unless you're, you you you're, know, want to be a really cool guy at GDQ.
1: Uh, you, you are, you're silently, or not silently, you're very vocally judging how someone plays a video game. Well, I'm, I'm, you've, you don't do that very often. I mean, you have strong feelings about
0: RGG. That's true. <laughs> I have strong feelings about RGG. I, I just think that, I think that what makes those games fun is, what makes those games fun is, is just fooling around in them. But at the same time, you know what? There may be some people who are just there for the story. The stories are actually quite good. So I, I you're right. I should not judge that. <laughs> but that's not, the, that's not the joy that I get out of the game. The joy that I get out of the game is having a very, very serious crime and or legal drama presented to me. And then ignoring that for 35 hours while I go play Mahjong.
1: Yes, yes, and that is as close as Dean will ever get to. Uh, you must play this game, or I won't be your friend.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we're not anywhere close to there. <laughs> no, I know, I know.
1: It but yeah, that's me.
0: that's the closest. Uh, that's the that the, you're right. That's the closest <laughs> I will get to that point.
1: <laughs> By the way, um, so what? This is this is nothing to do with how we were going to transition, and now it's going to be more Ruined. complicated. But yeah. Uh, have they said at all what they're doing with the judgment series? Since, There's been no updates on that, that I'm aware of. Oh, okay.
0: Cause I, I know... assume, I assume the, uh, I assume that the negotiations are ongoing, but at the same time, um, you know, the point that we're at now is, you know, uh, like a dragon is the next, like Yakuza eight is the next big thing on the, uh, oh, oh, on right, the timeline. That's good so point, good point. So it'll probably be a couple years before we see uh, where that's going.
1: Yeah, And honestly, I think they could
0: probably... I I imagine they could keep doing judgment games and just change the... The protagonist. The protagonist. Um, Apparently, Takuya Kimura is a really, really famous actor Mm -hmm. in Japan. Right. Yeah. That's why I was wondering if there's like he's like a big A lister. So it's not the type of thing where you could just like swap him out and everything would be fine. Yeah. That's 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 the thing, right? Like that's they've but they could do what they did with Yakuza and, oh, and like his like, protege
1: or something. Yeah.
0: And sort of like keep the same keep sort of the same energy of the franchise going, but just kind of like do a next generation type of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have the options. They don't like. Yagami is a cool protagonist. He's a cool guy, and I like him. He's not Kiryu. Right. He's not going to be at, like, what I mean by that is, like, he's not meant to be Kiryu, but he's yeah. not going to be as difficult
1: to replace as Kiryu. He sure. is not face of the franchise level. Well, and even the the type of character he has isn't the same, right? Because only Kiryu right. could do Kiryu things. It's, it's kind of like Batman doing Batman things in the comic books, where it, it makes no sense for batman to punch an alien from outer space because he's got a, a green ring on it but everyone's like yeah that makes perfect sense i right fact, right right, it, right i wouldn't want it any other way and that's yeah. kind of kiryu in that sense where it's like yeah of, of course kiryu will punch two tigers in the face yeah of like course what, what do you mean how would that even be an obstacle what are you thinking
0: <laughs> why would that yeah why would you think this would stop him
1: <laughs> the fault here is with you <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I, I don't think he's established himself in the franchise so like in such an un, in such an un uh, irreplaceable way. Mm-hmm. I think his I think his biggest superpower in the game is probably just having a mocap actor who is really famous in Japan. Sure. I think and, that's and actually voice. going to be the hardest thing to replace. Yeah. Is just that he's a big star.
1: Mm hmm. So maybe they can find another big star, or maybe they can just and they just um, go a different direction just entirely. Different, yeah, they could maybe literally they wanna... just create a different game, a
0: different cast of characters in the same town, and do kind of the same type
1: of deal, same type of thing with it, and they just not call it Judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting because it's easy for us to say that since we don't we don't think of him as an A list actor, right? Right. Exactly. So that's 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 the only thing that. I mean, obviously, we don't have any way of talking about it much more than that. It's just an interesting thing to to, to ponder how, uh, you know, a wonderment here is how they handle that to appease the people that think of him as like, hey, this is an, the reason we even gave this a chance is because of this person. Because, you know, there's right. people like that. It's I,
0: I, I suppose it is essentially the idea of like, it, it's like if someone in Japan was like, I don't see what the problem is. Just make more Iron Man movies without Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and then people would
1: be like, "Well, no, you don't." Just, understand. just that's replace the-
0: him. I don't. Just, just get a different guy. What's the yeah. problem? Right. Yeah. And then everyone here is like, "But, but he fits so well." Even if yeah. He's a douche. That's <laughs> his. That's his role. Like that. This is we know this person, and we got to know him as this person. He, he's, he's either you're it's irreplaceable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know. I so TLDR. No, I don't know what's going on with Judgment. Um, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I hope there's more of them. I don't really care how they do it. Uh, if they had to replace Yagami that wouldn't bother me too terribly. He's a good character. It's not like I dislike him in any way. like they've done a they've done a great job with him, but he's not uh, I don't love him. If anything, I like his supporting cast like I, I find them to be more interesting and fun than him himself. That's interesting. I mean not like when you consider like you know if you if you were to put him side by side, like which do you which do you like better out of like Kiryu and Majima you're like like you got to think about it oh oh yeah true so it's the same type of thing like he's got a really strong supporting cast around him so like you know I would play a game starring Kaito the same way that most people would play a game starring Majima
1: oh would I ever
0: because that game is Yakuza 0 and it's the best one (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm really glad you picked up on <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh god you know so sega uh they they one thing we know for sure is that regardless of what they end up doing with judgment the mm-hmm. series will probably live on in some way because sega likes to use their properties to the best of their ability sure and altered beast is absolutely no different because did you know this game was ported to, like, 15 things? Yeah, I did know that. And some of them are, uh, like, unplayable, practically? But yes. Sega's like, yeah, that's fine, I don't care. I mean, yep. heck, they even put it on the Famicom. Mm-hmm. And with that, we leave you with some commercials. Let's,
0: let's sink into our graves. All right, anyway, rise from whatever. Oh, that's sad. No, yeah. okay, so we played Altered Beast this week. Um... You want you want to know? I, I I've got a weird I, I've got a weird experience with this because boy, this game is this game is debt.
1: <laughs> yes, it, this this is, game this is... is actually Zedet. Yes, it's a worse... almost
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: it's, it's a way less fun Zedet. <laughs> it's a way less just because of its age.
0: It's a way more poorly designed Zedet. It's a it's, a it's a it's Zedet Zed designed <laughs> Zedet Zined. <laughs> yeah. Uh designed without the benefit of um like self-awareness. Oh or, it doesn't, or like it is so this or,
1: game, I mean, it was it's when it was made, it was I mean it's it's was like this was sort of the design of the games of the time, right? Right, yeah. Like, absolutely that's, that's why Zedette has a is is it's
0: very, very clearly designed to be a very straightforward arcade game. Mm-hmm. And like the we played the Genesis version of it, but like boy, it could not be any more clearly
1: an arcade focused game. Yeah. So the the game actually uh, the arcade version came out not that much earlier than the the console version. But what's interesting is it didn't do very well in Japan. Like it was okay in the arcades, but overseas, Alter Beast was really popular actually. So here in America, and did you know? that i probably altered, didn't altered beast was the original pack-in game with the genesis really yeah here i'll send you i'll send you an image actually oh hold like on like before before it was sonic 2 oh yeah right because sonic 2 be? is the pack-in game with the genesis that i think of And sonic 1 i, I want to say sonic even, 1 i think at one point yeah because altered sonic 1 didn't come out for a couple of years after the 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 mega the master system um or mega drive slash mega drive yeah. was, was released. The mega so system. Is, yeah. The megasys. Um, huh. If you, that's, so that's the box in Europe, but then if you click the link, you can see the box from the U S, which is the exact same thing with really awesome. Uh, <laughs> really awesome. Er, early word art where you just take the letters and stretch them. Oh yeah. Like a, yeah. A point behind it. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the words are flying towards you with speed lines. Whoa. Uh, so this was the original pack in game because it was like, Hey, this game's rad. And it's going to, cause the, the, the early marketing for the Genesis was mostly, Hey, we're, we're we are bringing the arcade to you. Yes. It is, we're bringing it home. We got all the, this is just like being in the arcade. It's got double the power. So double the fun.
0: Yeah. Um, cause like for, you know, this is still in an era of time where like arcades are where video games live.
1: Yeah. And, and they look better than the, the, the NES. Yes. Slash Famicom. Uh, so this was supposed to be that bridge of, wow, look at this. You can play this game that's actually in the arcades right now. And it's yeah. still kind of new on your Genesis. And you don't have to worry about all that, that like lame kitty stuff, like saving princesses and, you know, up a <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, you're a, you're a, like a bunch of, I don't know what you are. You like a ancient. Yeah, I have Zeus no idea what the story is up. in this game. And you you can transform into stuff, and the the transformations honestly, altered beast. The reason it's probably so fondly remembered is just it's got a whole lot of charm, even if it's there's not a lot there. And the art is it's pretty cool. The art like, is very good. I, I will not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say
0: the art's not good.
1: And and like you you kick the zombie dude, and they explode towards the screen. They don't just like fall down like the the little pieces drop and stuff and it's it's pretty exciting. And Yeah, that- so
0: let's let's back up and actually talk about like what altered like if you've never played Altered Beast, what are we even talking about?
1: Sure, sure. Um, I don't even is so- that is that I don't is that a thing? I feel like I mean I didn't know what Altered
0: Beast was for a long time other than just like hearing it by name. I think I knew the voice clips that people talk about. rise it. from your grave. Like I think I knew about that before I knew what the actual game even was. Um yeah. so it's a, it's essentially a side scrolling beat em up. Um but it's not I mean, that like is, that is it's not it like the the side scrolling beat em up at the time where you have a sort of like pseudo 3D like lane system type of deal. It's closer to shinobi like the first shinobi and... Yeah, it's it's more it's more in line with a you know with a sort of ninja gaiden style yeah, just yeah. move side to side and hit things as they come at you. And the tilt of the stage is basically walk right and jump over stuff, mm-hmm. and you have a punch and a kick, which I was I will admit delighted to find actually matter. Yes, yeah, like it's not just attack and also different looking attack.
1: Like I, I mean, dude, it you, matters which one you use. Uh, Uchida wanted there to be a pressure sensitive button, but they couldn't get the they they couldn't get the like it was going to cost too much or however, like the, the distributor was like, we're not going to do this. They wanted that in Yeah, yeah, game. yeah. They wanted there to be another button that was pressure sensitive. So he really wanted it to be this experience and he actually wanted it to be in the Genesis too, but obviously that would. Well, yeah, not been. I possible. mean,
0: pressure sensitive buttons even now are kind of iffy.
1: Yeah. well, I haven't, I haven't messed around with the, the PS five like oh that's not even what i'm stuff. talking about like think about the the triggers on the gamecube controller oh yeah no i'm, I'm saying what well, you said now and i was saying i haven't tried out the most recent one of them oh that so, yeah i guess that's true that's I, mean, I,
0: I mean i i have a, a I don't have a ps5 but i have a ps5 controller mm-hmm. and i mean honestly i don't think any of the games that i play actually care whether it's pressure sensitive or not
1: so no, i, think I can't even unique, really say i want to say it's a there's like a one of the I mean now you don't get packed in video games anymore but I believe right. the PS5 has a packed in experience to show you all of the cool things the controller can do yeah and one of them is about the the pressure sensitive right like the force feedback or whatever I don't know it doesn't really matter but I, Yo, I know you remember one that. two switch <laughs> uh no thankfully
0: because that's <laughs> no, basically what that was supposed to be except they wanted to charge you $50 for yeah, but it they
1: charge you money yeah really <laughs> what a mess
0: I, it was, like, one of the biggest selling games of that year. So, like, I, whatever. Well, that yeah, that's,
1: I mean, shrug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. So anyway, you were, you were... so,
0: basically, like, Altered Beast is a side-scrolling thing, and things run at you from the side of the screen, and you punch and kick them, and boy, does spacing matter. Yeah, oh, my God. Boy, does yeah. spacing matter so much. <laughs> um... Like it, it is that is a game where essentially what you are supposed to do is know the exact distance
1: you can stand away from an enemy to hit Otherwise them. Otherwise, they'll hit you. Otherwise, they will hit you. Yeah, because so I was playing around with that with using rewind time because like what in the heck is this hitbox? Where it was like yeah, trying to see exactly what it is and it's almost it's it's so difficult. It to is tell. like a pixel. Yeah, it, it is like one pixel at most. It's nuts. It's totally insane. And I believe this might be I don't know if this is the like the added console difficulty. I don't I've never I don't I never. Oh, yeah, that could be the The, uh, version of it. So I don't know the the
0: the rental, the rental prevention stage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, rental rental protection.
1: (laughs) So that could be part of it. I'm not sure. But my my word, you need to be precise in your your hitboxes, especially the early the first stage, it's 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 more forgiving because mostly because some of the enemies literally don't attack you. Um or at least they yeah. do it when you're on top of them almost. Right, right, right. But you it becomes to, a yeah. problem later.
0: With so I them. think that yeah. I, I and I think that like the way that the game is designed in terms of how you power up probably factors into this. Like they want you to start out each each stage feeling weak. So yeah. that when you get powered up, it's like, oh yeah, this is
1: way better. So that's actually one of, that's how he pitched the game. So I think he was, a uh, he is Makoto uh, Uchida. He was like a, I want to say he was like a user tester. He was doing stuff mm. with Afterburner and uh, some other things. And his idea okay. was a game that, he's like, I, I don't like that these games you go progress to the stage and as you progress through the stage you typically get weaker in the sense that you lose your life right yeah 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 and so his idea was well what if you got to the end of the stage and you're actually way way more powerful than you were right when you started and that's um, they he did you, you get progressively
0: weaker and that you lose your life or the like you stay at the same power level but the game becomes much more difficult so you feel weaker yeah yeah
1: whereas this when you once you unlock that third wolf or what would what are they i they i boars? mean like when you kick the boar and you get the orb, at least. That's oh, what it's it a different.
0: Like. It's a different. Like it's basically whatever the animal thing is in that stage, but I think it changes. Mm,
1: okay. Um, and then you get the. Really, it's weird because I thought it was whatever. I don't. know. I might be wrong. I I didn't pay that close of attention to be honest. <laughs> I, yeah, fair, but once it's you just get like that, one of these enemies will drop an orb. Once you get the third power orb, I wonder uh, they had a name for it. I think it might have been Power Ball. <laughs> Once you win the lottery, yes, it was it by see. obtaining oh, no, the no. Powerball. Excuse me, excuse me. The power of the Spirit Ball is what it was called. Oh the, wow, the manual here. Um, that makes it sound less like the lottery, but somehow still dumber. <laughs> well, at first I thought it was. I, I read it as Spirit Bomb, and I was like, really? They call it. I was like, oh, wait, no, I'm dumb. <laughs> they call it a Spirit Ball, but I guess Dragon Ball is on the mind.
0: Uh, I mean, it would at that era, like Dragon Ball was on everyone's mind.
1: Fair. I don't know if the Spirit Bomb would have been around then. No, it wouldn't have, right? Because it was that was eighty eight. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, that's Goku probably still Dragon bomb. Ball, and the Spirit Bomb Ball. didn't come up until like
0: what the the
1: it was the end of like this first. Major... The fr-
0: it was like the Vegeta
1: arc of Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah, yeah, it was as as after, after Goku. That's like the special ability he learned at King Kai's place. I yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. It was the last time Krillin was relevant. Aww. Well, I guess that's that's not fair. I guess Krillin is it, the it's precipice. It's the last for, time he was relevant as a fighter. It's a, well, even, even still, it's the last time he had control of his relevancy because later that's on true. he's relevant just by dying, and then it you know, it's the precipice for all the golden hair and everything. So Right, it's, right, it's, right. It, he he was he's still a very important character and relevant. It's just not not uh by his own doing.
0: I think that... I think the like the bulk of the relevance that krillin has to the franchise at
1: this point is like
0: married Android
1: 18. <laughs> you know what's funny about Dragon Ball Z in America is if you didn't read the backstory, you'd be like, why why is why is Goku so attached to Gohan's friend dying <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true actually like it's kind of introduced in the beginning like you sort of know but you wouldn't have all of the yeah you don't know, like Dragon all Ball of world. the actual like all of the history between
0: Goku and Krillin is basically fleshed out in Dragon Ball and in in, in DBZ he's just kind of like one
1: of the guys he just introduces him to Gohan and like the, the first episode like hey this is my friend Krillin and that's it and then later yeah. on it's just Krillin and Gohan doing stuff yeah 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 that's <laughs> true I hadn't thought about that <laughs> But uh what was I saying before that? Oh, we were talking about so you, you get the You were third... talking about
0: how uh the, the power of the spirit ball, and then where we're like, is that uh is it yeah. this, is it the spirit bomb? Were they just thinking about DBZ? And it's like no.
1: <laughs> no, so you but you get that third orb and then you're you treated to this beautiful uh transformation screen, which supposedly the cheetah had his the, the artist work on that just for a month. Like that's that's what just they, that's that what did just it was here's the only thing you're going to do is create this sweet transformation screen
0: honestly like okay so it's dated i mean clearly. it looks silly today it looks silly now but like at the time i can see that
1: popping up on your screen and being like whoa well especially because your power it's it's directly related to then your character in game and you're like oh my god now i'm now i'm the thing i just saw yeah, yeah, like, yeah, transforming yeah. right it wasn't mm-hmm. just like a a cinematic thing it was it was a cinem- cinematic and also had direct gameplay uh uh impact where it, it changed what your punch and kick did especially later on like the bear you just become a freaking bouncing ball that boss was so easy because oh I yeah. just rolled into it like yeah 10 times and it was over oh, like all right that's that was I, I found it a little bit difficult to actually find where the hitbox was I actually I just walked into the boss and spammed the jump button and or spammed the ball button and killed it. I have no idea. I kept getting pushed out of it. Uh okay. So uh a little little RNG was in my favor. I probably just had actually You might have just timed... found Yeah, you might have just found like the right spot because there was a couple of times <laughs> yeah. when I was
0: able to sort of walk towards the boss and just like jump into it and jump into it and jump into it and it just kind of worked. Yeah. But then I also had a couple of instances of like getting kind of like stunlock lock pushed out of the hitbox
1: And then he would start shooting stuff at me and I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> oh, that is the, the exclamation of damn it is I think most people's experience with altered beast. <laughs> yeah. Especially trying to play it today. So this was, I didn't realize there was more than one transformation. I mentioned that to you because I played this. Yeah. This is one of the very first games I ever tried on an emulator. Like mm-hmm. when an emul when, when I found out what an emulator even was. Right. Uh, and I don't know why it was altered beast but that's what it was. I actually think it was the mame. So it technically was the arcade version, but mm. I I never finished the first stage because I was like I don't want to play this. Uh, yeah,
0: I think that's understandable.
1: <laughs> I mean, Cuz the minute to minute gameplay like is not all that impressive. No, this this is a game that you play only because it's a it's a piece of history and Sega will never let you forget it because they they will they're going to include it in all of the collections anytime it's I mean, heck, it's even referenced in Wreck It Ralph. It's he's like the the rhinoceros. uh, They're kind of not going to let you forget it because they do keep
0: putting it in all the collections.
1: However, they don't do anything else with it.
0: (laughs) They don't do anything
1: else with it. At any point, (laughs) I don't know if that's. I don't know. I I don't. hmm, How do I want to say this? Sega pretty much is just Sonic and And Yakuza and Yakuza and.
0: and you wouldn't think about it, but this counts too. Total War oh, is God. their franchise.
1: Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's a pretty big one. That they
0: actually have a bunch of those games because they keep making them for all, up for like every
1: other franchise. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I think at this point, if most of Sega's properties are ones that they don't want you to forget about, so they put them in fun collections that everyone will buy because <laughs> everyone at some point on some console was like, yeah, okay, I, I can buy a Sega collection, and Ultimate sure, was probably yeah. on it. That's a lot of games, some of which I like quite a bit for not very much money. I'm, <laughs> this is fine. I'm going to buy this, open them each, and be like, Haha, that was a fun game as a kid. All right, let's play something else. <laughs> so, the, uh, you know what's kind of fun about this game also is that the, the inspiration of the characters like how it happened because i guess he ran into some troubles thinking about what are, what happens like how do they get stronger you can't just keep adding muscles forever this isn't a um boy they sure tried though yeah they, i mean they, they tried to do oh god what's the what's the comic book shoot who's the who's the comic book uh oh um
0: uh, uh oh geez i know who you're talking about um yeah he freaking. Created, um
1: he he made the ridiculous yep. iron uh, captain america and he i mean he actually had some decent contributions to some of the stories but man does he not know how to draw people uh, it's going to kill me when, when you search it I can't like i don't it. know how to think of his name uh, what's his if everything's just chris evans i don't want that
0: uh...
1: it's this image oh oh, oh I just, uh, I just rob liefeld rob liefeld yeah. So the God was like,
0: that was killing me. I, <laughs>
1: so it, they weren't going for the Rob Liefeld approach. What well, they did actually, but the in, and so his inspiration of turning into a creature, which I think has an actual name. I'm sure there's like a human to animal kind of name that's like a technical name that's probably sounds more academic, but I don't know what it yeah. is. But it was from uh the uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, and yeah, I that, mean that's understandable. And I, the the horror
0: that. Movie, that um, that inspired an awful lot of pop
1: culture. hmm yeah. I just, I, it's it's kind of neat where the ideas come from, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. What if they, what yeah, if they transform yeah. into a werewolf or a, or a flying lizard? Like, actually being able to transform into the, the dragon thing in the second stage is pretty rad. Yeah, uh, that is probably the worst boss in the game, though. Oh, that boss. I actually looked up that boss because I didn't understand what I was doing. And I,
0: I rea- am not sure that I ever actually figured out what I was doing.
1: Oh, well, I didn't realize... I just kept killing the eyeballs as they came out. And I did that for five minutes. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Because oh, when I have you to do
0: that, the boss, the boss yeah. itself flashes like it's taking damage. But yeah. it's not.
1: No, it's, it's not.
0: And when nope. you actually yeah. hit the boss, half the time it doesn't flash, even though it is <laughs> taking damage. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's bad. Um, I guess we should actually explain, like, the... I mentioned that it's a 2D platform where you just walk left to right. But the the gist of the game is basically that you have to like, you know, you just punch and kick the enemies as they come at you with the aforementioned really precise timing. And then you get these little power up orbs or power of the spirit orbs, (laughs) I suppose.
1: Spirit ball, spirit ball,
0: spirit balls, power, power, the spirit. Come on, come on.
1: Um... (laughs) We're a professional podcast. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you get one of those, you get less clothes. Yeah, you get and way more mo- actually, you know what? The third the third right before you transform into uh once you once once you've touched your so when you've touched two spirit balls. You're your human the, peak. The older beast. You are you are basically Rob Leifeld. Yeah. That, no, it is, is it is hard.
0: ridiculous. Like you basically start as Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. And then your second form after you get one orb is Conan the Barbarian, but his shirt
1: came off. <laughs> then you're, then you're just flesh colored Hulk. <laughs> yeah. With somehow your, your ripped clothing becomes a nicely tailored loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, uh, Speedo, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, not even loincloth. That would make more sense. No, it's your belt disappears and you just wear a speedo now. Yes. you're actually just Mr. Universe or whatever like when they did those contests. It it's is absurd. <laughs> it is compl- like you have like 35 abs. <laughs> like <laughs> there's there, there's a there's a a, a a when Bane was introduced in Batman there's this cover art where Bane is like overshadowing the the uh the like the front of the the comic book and yeah. he actually has abs like there're abs on abs on abs it just looks like he's lumpy because he has so many it, it's such it's such odd yeah. art drawing at least in altered beast it almost looks like a human being could theoretically have these muscles if they were roided out
0: (laughs) it yeah it looks like arnold schwarzenegger wearing a muscle suit
1: (laughs) yes they they cg'd on some muscles to the already muscly man
0: so that's your and the the nice thing about that is as you power up your punches and kicks get little you get little energy waves that give you like a couple extra pixels of range Mm -hmm. which don't it doesn't seem like a lot but boy is it important
1: <laughs> yeah, because spacing,
0: important. like learning spacing, is literally the whole point of this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um And then you get the last one, and that's what you know. That's when you become the altered beast, which can be what are all the forms?
1: You got werewolf, you've got werewolf. dragon, you've got bear. Yeah, where dragon, wear bear, and I i the last one is where tiger. I actually just thought it was werewolf. oh yeah, there is the tiger. But in I obviously it was a tiger because it had you know it, was, it had stripes and stuff. But the actual Threat. model in the game didn't look that different from the original right right first upgrade
0: they do all have different like distinctly different move sets though yeah which
1: I thought was cool yeah it was really that's that's what like I was, it's not just an artistic thing they all play completely differently that's why I thought it was interesting he wanted the pressure sensitive button because he said that half of his original ideas for the move sets were had to be reworked or just removed completely because it wasn't possible to add them to the game anymore so he really did think about like that's a like if if you're if you're comparing it to, you know, the first Shinobi where there's lots of cool things happening, but more or less it's just sort of here's your attack, here's your jump, and you right, know, you, right and and that sort of thing. Whereas the, he wanted this to feel more uh like you had more control and that it was like you were really powering up. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I thought that was neat that each beast is different because it could've it would have been easy to just give every beast the same power.
0: Yeah, it would like and just it would have been cool enough for everyone to be like, okay, yeah. So you get a better punch and a better kick or some sort of like, you know, or even like the, the bears, like spinny ball attack or something like that. Some kind of special attack that's unique. Yeah. And then you have a slightly different look mm-hmm. and that's, and that's the game. It would have been so easy to design it that way. And it would still have impressed people. Cause it still would have been like, oh, cool. You get to, you get to be the beast thing now and you look a little bit different, but your moves aren't really that much. different you give them a different color or something?
1: Yeah 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 exactly
0: but no it's like one of them literally just flies <laughs> yeah. and then it becomes a shmup for a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah and the uh the tiger right that's the one that where you get like the you get like a i don't know what it is but you get like the triangle of explosion that comes out of you like you're in a fighting game all of a sudden oh yeah 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 and you can move like up and down with it and stuff it's sort of nuts yeah Oh, uh, off topic, slightly,
0: uh, one of my favorite moves that I don't think I've seen used in the same way in any game like this ever hmm. is the, is the low kick. Yeah. Cause you, ex- your regular kick is like a shin kick, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's just a regular low kick. Um, but then you actually have like crouching moves where you have like a low punch and then you expect like a sweep kick or something. Cause fighting games, But no, he actually goes like flat on the back and does like an upward kick, which you can (laughs) use to kick things that are dropping down on you from above. It's actually really useful. It's super useful, but it's also like using a low kick is the last thing you would think of to use for something dropping down on you from above. Yes. But it works
1: super, super well. Yeah. By, By the way, the things that I thought were pigs are two headed wolves that give this, according to the manual. I didn't realize they had two heads. Oh. <laughs> I, d- I just thought it was a boar. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> also, uh, I was I was incorrect. There's the were tiger for the fourth round, and then the reason that I thought the last round was the similar as the first one is because you just become the gold werewolf. So oh, yeah. The, no, the, Yeah, I was going to say, right. the last one is just werewolf again, but you do look slightly different. Yeah, but I'm pretty so sure the moveset is the same. I th- probably... Well, let's see. Uh, round one moveset you have fireball flame streak and then i think it's yeah they're just gulp yeah okay. that's fine in waves of golden fire whatever <laughs> fine
0: <laughs> so i i think that um so that that should point out like this game is five stages they're not long no, in if, fact if they don't... can be really short because the whole stage basically like the stage is not about like getting to
1: the end. The stage is about powering up. And if you miss the orb, you're you're screwed. Like if it floats off screen? Yeah. You it's, just it's, Well, what happens is you just have to keep going. Yeah, but it's it's so sad. You feel you really that's actually what the levels about is surviving yeah. long enough to find the 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 spirit orb things and then then getting that power up because if you don't get it, it's it's like oh yeah, because what
0: will happen every so often is what will happen every so often is you will like or in every stage you go through a certain amount of the stage and then you meet this, you know, whatever evil sorcerer guy is that you're dealing with. Yeah, Neff. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. OK, that actually I've heard
1: that name before. And then he becomes the rhino guy. OK, yeah. Got yeah, that's, it. So in in Wreck-It Ralph, if you've ever seen it, when like all the bad guys are around each other, he's he's one of the ones in the background. Like there's like Bowser and Zankeith and yeah, 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 there's a giant rhinoceros and that's that's who that is. So, yeah, I've heard the name Neff, but I've always I've
0: always ever seen him as a uh, I've always only ever seen him as the rhinoceros. Ah,
1: gotcha. So
0: that actually explains a lot. Because mm-hmm. I fought a like the the final boss is like this big annoying rhino man, which we'll get to in a second. Um, God, yeah, that it's not good. Um, but yeah, the um, yeah, so the the stage design is essentially like you basically just play for a certain amount of time, and the objective is to power up because there are checkpoints in the stage every you know every so often where you'll run into Neff. And he's shooting out this force lightning barrier. And if you are fully transformed into your beast form. He will summon a boss for you to fight. Mm -hmm. If you are not fully powered up into beast form, he'll just leave. And then you keep going on the stage. And you'll go through the next segment of it to hopefully pick up more orbs and power up into beast form. Yep. And you will keep doing that until you have collected enough orbs to get into beast form and then you can fight a boss. Yeah. So yeah. there are, I think three orbs maximum
1: in per, each section. Yes. I do think that you have to, if you want to, if you want to fight him the first time around, you have to get all three. Spirit so you can, yes, yeah, so you can get all
0: three, uh, you can get all three of the spirit orbs. Um, basically immediately. And just go through, like, probably, what,
1: 45 seconds of stage and then get to the boss fight? Yeah, so if you were to look at, like, just a casual Let's Play of someone who does it one time through, like, they get all orbs each on each stage, it's probably, mm-hmm. like, a 10-minute Let's Play from turning it on to the end of credits. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is It is a very, very short game. It is five stages. They are not multi-part stages. Well,
1: because it was it is a port of an arcade game. Yeah. With nothing really changed
0: yeah so like it definitely feels like an arcade game and an actual like it feels like an arcade game that is meant for you to be able to um is meant for you to actually be able to like beat in a in a sitting mm-hmm. like i it's really difficult and and kind of unfair to an extent, but it definitely feels like a game where it's like, oh yeah, if you really practice this and get good at it. You can
1: one CC this. Yeah. Well, and, and you, you actually do get continues. So, yeah. but, but I mean, like if you get a game over and you go back to the main screen of the game on the, on the Genesis and you hold a, and press start, you'll be brought back to the stage that you died on with three lives. So you, can, yeah. you, you can actually keep trying. Uh, it, It's kind of counterintuitive. That there's a note in the manual. I didn't know this. I, I learned this whenever I played this, cause I was looking stuff up about it and, I didn't know that you could continue. So but it's mm. in the manual it's like hold A and press start and you can resume from the last round. So that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. That they put that into it. It's mm. it's like they it's like they
0: added a button combination that triggers <laughs> the same thing as inserting a coin.
1: <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I didn't know about that actually. Luckily yeah. with the modern convenience of playing this on a uh, on a current On a current collection and being able to just use saves and, uh, saves and rewinds, um, I didn't have to worry about that or bother with it, um, but it would have been good to know if I was actually trying to play it legitimately.
1: Yeah, unfortunately I I
0: didn't like this game enough to actually do that.
1: No, I would, I would put this in the, this is the, this is a 100% a now you know game. Yeah. This is, this is not worth playing for fun, it's, it's just worth playing if you're curious because you've heard the name and you're like oh yeah i've played a little bit of the first stage maybe it's worth playing more of i don't know would it's, you uh, so given
0: our last our our most recent tier list would we put this in the like try it out or would we put this in a like watch a video
1: w- watch a video you don't need to experience the controls
0: yeah like I don't, the, I don't, the fighting's I don't actually... not fun. And to get back to like the actual final boss fight against Neff, first of all, didn't feel like a final boss fight. No, no, it did not.
1: It's like nothing oh, about it you suggested Fina. final
0: boss fight. And then the game just ended, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I was kind of happy about it, but it was like I'm free. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm done. And actually, oh, in the in the credits, they do actually mention like thanking Team Shinobi. <laughs> Oh. for helping make the cuz they cuz they worked on the uh well they worked on this game too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suppose that's obvious. That makes sense. Yeah, yes. Yes it does. But yeah, I, I would say just it's I, I can understand personally... why
0: people liked this game at the time. If there are people who Absolutely. still like this game and it's not it because of like childhood nostalgia or like I played it and remembered really liking it as a kid, I don't yeah. understand that.
1: No, no, that's just, just play, play Zedet, I think. Um, like there's, Honestly,
0: there's... Zedet is a better version of this. Yeah, for sure. Like, gameplay-wise. Mm-hmm. Al- it Beast somehow just... has worse art.
1: <laughs> On purpose. Well, he didn't have a month, okay? The, yes, true. The... Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I think the thing with Altered Beast is, like, putting it in its, putting it in its historical, um... In its historical context, I get it. I understand why people feel the way they do about it. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I just like, you know, playing, Historically, it, not playing it
1: in 2022. Why? In 2022, it's it's not for you.
0: There, <laughs> there's just better versions of this experience to be had. <laughs> <laughs> and there isn't there's the, the game does not have enough charm to it that I, I where I feel like the the game doesn't have enough charm to it that I feel like it's worth going back and and dealing with the jank to you know to like really experience what it has to offer because it's like okay you you become a beast man yeah, and well. then you continue to punch and kick and some of the some of the beasties have unique unique moves some of which aren't particularly fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's that's altered beast that's the that's the biggest problem is that it's just it's just yeah, it's just not that fun to play right now oh hey I, I was gonna tell you this before and i forgot but i'll tell you now uh because we're almost at the end yeah i went back i was like you know i want to play more musha and so i played oh, yeah. musha and without using rewind times or anything i actually got to the or save states i got to the boss right before the final stage i was really impressed oh with wow myself. i yeah. was the like the kind of boss that's like a sort of looks like a big construction equipment that shoots lasers at. you. Yes. Know. Yeah. I know um, the one I died there and I was like, wow, I'm super satisfied with that. And I will probably never yeah. play it again. But I, I was, I, I really actually liked it after we talked and I was like, Oh, now I understand how everything works. I, I like this game way more than I had previously.
0: Yeah. I think uh, the fact that you actually even like, despite having a sort of, um, despite having a somewhat, uh, what do I want to say? Like a somewhat low opinion of it initially.
1: Yeah, it was just. Kind I of think like, the okay.
0: fact that you went back to. Uh, I've never done that. The fact that you went back to play it just to do it after we podcasted it, I think is probably the most telling. Um, I, I think that's probably the most telling review of it is like, yeah, we like, we played it, and then you didn't have to play it anymore, but you did because you wanted to.
1: Yeah, I, I it's I, I would say I actually liked that game way more than I because I liked it at first because I think I, I think I was in more of a positive light than not. But it was when I went to play more. I was like, yeah, this is actually really cool. It's uh, yeah, I, I was also laughing at myself. Like, how did I not pay attention to what these things do? Like, I must have just had my brain turned off completely because it's, super. No, it took obvious. me it took me a couple stages to get it. And I think
0: it just has to do with the fact that there is a lot of stuff going on. like it's throwing you a lot of crap all at once. And it doesn't take time to really explain any of it or it doesn't, it doesn't take time to explain any of it or really slow down and let you figure it out or like introduce them one at a time. Yeah. It just goes. And so like, I completely understand how, if you were just powering through, you would have just not figured that out because it just, it just dumps a bunch of stuff at you and expects you to know what it does,
1: what it, what it does. (laughs) um sorry water bottle all good (coughs) is are are there is there any other song to altered beast other than the if there's
0: not i will if there's not i will just open the podcast with rise from your grave because that's the only song anyone remembers from it yeah that's that is the
1: song yeah so that's fine i think the
0: ending credits have a have a different theme and there's that's probably the, a boss theme. I don't remember uh, any of the music from this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, is, I there's another sound clip from it. When you fight the boss, do you remember what he says? Uh, Welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. That's a nice, to that's a nice, that's a nice intro, too.
0: Yeah, that, that could work. They both work. It's a little that's,
1: more ominous. <laughs> well, they're about to sit through two hours of us talking, so... <laughs> Stay alive. Stay forever. (laughs) (sighs) I got nothing else. Do you got something else? No, I was gonna say uh, maybe next week you'll you'll be hearing us talk about another Genesis game because apparently January's Genesis month. I I, it was like we did one last month and it was like July or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's when we learned
0: all about STIs. Yeah. You also mentioned playing Kirby's Adventure, which is actually something I would like to do. So maybe we'll do that to break up the. the I would Genesis like to revisit,
1: revisit that at some point, but yeah, you know, we'll that'd see. be fun. All
0: right, well, that's it. Uh, I don't know. I, there will be a podcast next week. We'll do something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. See ya. I hope you had a good time. Go go back to your graves. <laughs> Game's
1: over. I hope I hope your doom was pleasant enough. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you felt welcomed. <laughs>
0: bye everybody don't actually die please oh my god